Let's learn. We'll warm up. What's wrong here? He had a. That's it. Avarma Yid. So bad. You want to put on your towels or something? It's cold. Sit like that. Wow. Hmm? Yeah. That's the correct time. Sorry. Let's start. The um, <coughs> it's really very hard because we're in the we're in the middle of a we're in the middle of a, a, a remarkable a remarkable piece and it's an outpouring of the neshama and, the, and then the clock um, abruptly stopped us from finishing. I wouldn't even call this a tire from finishing this um, this glimpse uh, uh, of what was uh, of this storm that was really raging inside Piazetsna's heart. In the um, in the aftermath of the of the Rikudim, the dancing of Simchas Taira, Simchas Taira and Tafrei Sadegimel in 1933, and we we see that the Rebbe was so in the, we're in the middle of, we're in the middle of Islamid, which is on page Shin Mem Tes, on page Shin Mem Tes in the new text, in the old um, on page 23 from the old printing with the. Um, the Rebbe was the Rebbe was was screaming at the Malachim at the angels, he was screaming at the Malachim, and Befrat he was screaming particularly at the Makatrigim, at those angels that are the prosecuting angels, the Mastinim. How dare they? How dare they um, uh, uh, um, approach Hakadosh Baruch Hu with the sins, with the Chatoim of the Jewish people? Didn't the Malachim aren't the Malachim in fear and in terror? Of the neshama of the of the soul of each and every Jew, even the lowliest of Jews, <coughs> and how even the simple uh, the simplest Jew gets a faslichus and is pouring his heart out during the Yom Neroim and so on. The Rebbe was the Rebbe was was yelling at the malachim at the angels, and then the Rebbe turned his attention to the to the neshamas kedoshes to the holy souls of, of our ancestors in Shemayim, and there also. <clears throat> the Rebbe asked, "Miheyu lachem." On the page Shimon Tess, we saw that in Shimon Tess, "Batim neshamas kedoshos." Well, the Rebbe said to these neshamas, "Why do you think? Why do you think that you were enjoying that you were enjoying Gan Eden during these past days? Where you are is not connected to time, is not connected to sp- to, to to space. Why do you think that it was so lichtig? It was so." That Ganadin was so illuminated over these past few days, if not for the singing, for the rikudim and the dancing and the avoda of the Jewish people, and who brought the whole kedusha of Shemini Yetzirah of Simchas Torah and the Yom Neroim, it's all because of the because of the efforts of the Jewish people in this world. Therefore, the Rebbe the Rebbe is saying is, how could you how could you remain silent? How could you not do something? How could you not? How could you not um, appeal to Hakadosh Baruch Hu to bring Gula, to bring redemption, and to bring Taiva, and to bring the Chama to your to your children and grandchildren on this world? So, on the bottom of page Shin Mem Tes, Kishamaschil lehislahi besimcha. Again, it's very difficult to give this over. It's not just a matter of, of the Hebrew. In the next in the next section, it, it, it's even more complicated as far as translating. But but it's just to to try to 
imagine and to try to somehow on some level to to experience what the Rebbe was experiencing he says when a Jew begins to when a Jew begins to feel the hislavas the exuberance of the joy of the simcha then, uh, then what naturally happens is that his heart begins to feel a certain bitterness. It's always like this. And Davka, when, you, Davka, when you're feeling so good about things and you're feeling so excited, all of a sudden what? You're thinking, how could I, this Jew is thinking, how could I, how could I be, how could I have such simcha? How could I experience this joy when there are when there are so many Jews and even friends that friends of yours, people that you know, who are going through tsaris and who have terrible daigas, who have terrible worries, and this is something that's been a concern to all of us, especially recently. Just last night, somebody was mentioning to me that 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 a friend of his couldn't bring himself, didn't want to, didn't want to make a bar mitzvah. He was supposed to make a bar mitzvah, and the son was already, and everybody's already. And he didn't want. He couldn't bring himself to make a bar mitzvah. How could I have a bar mitzvah? How could I have a simcha when there are when there are so many Jewish families who this past year have have suffered, have lost loved ones? How could I make such a such a simcha? So I told him that this bechlal is not a Jewish way of thinking. It's bechlal not. This not. This comes maybe from a newspaper. It's not our mahalach of how could I make a simcha, which I mentioned here in the shuls. Fakir. It's been a It's an upside down world. The way to bring Yeshua's and the Chumas to our people is by making more and more simchas. By making more and more simchas. That's how you fix the problem. But the whole, the whole thing of sinking into the despair, into the sadness, that, that, that's, not, that's not an Eitzah. Besides the fact that the, child, that the child was looking forward to for years to have the simcha. <coughs> so the fact that you're going through some, some, some turmoil and maybe have some theological questions that you have to deal with, a reason why the child should be deprived of the simcha, but that's on more of a practical level. But on a, on a deeper level, so the Rebbe says, a Jew strengthens himself and says, I'm rejoicing with my God, with Hashem, right now. Hashem Hashem who is above all worlds, af malachi ma'ala shaylum kam kavado. That even the angels don't understand. That they ask, ayem kam kavado. They can't understand. Despite their greatness, they don't understand where Hashem is. His greatness. Who elokei nafshi ruchi v'nishmosi? He is the God of my nefesh, my ruach, and my neshama. Uvoyis baruch and in Him. V'im taraso hakedoshu shenosli be'ahav ani sameach. In Hashem who fills my very being. And with his holy Torah, that is the greatest and most precious gift that a Jew can receive, that anybody can receive, I am rejoicing. And that hasn't changed. That hasn't changed. God forbid if, if someone's, the, if Khalila, if someone's, if it would be such a matzah that one would be the last Jew in the world. The last Jew in the world. You remember I told you this Maisa last year about, about this, um, uh, about some, some old, some old uh, chassid that was in the mountains someplace in Russia and that, some young guy went and found him over there, and the guy thought that every Jew in the world, the, the, the people there told him that every Jew in the world was killed. He's the last Jew in the world. And there were no newspapers, there was nothing. He was in some village, and he survived the war. And this, um, 
this uh, Breslover, this young man was going around looking for Jews, not in the big cities. After the after the, uh, the fall of communism, he went to look for he went to see there were Jews in these villages, in the mountains, someplace, they didn't nowhere. He found this. He found this. He, uh, he asked, "Is there a Jew?" And they told him, "There's a Jew here." And he comes to the door, knocks on the door, and there's an alta yid with a chassidic tzurah, and he sees this guy, this young wrestler. He starts to cry, and he hugs him, and tells him that they told him, you know, he was hiding during the war, and uh, whoever he knew that didn't come back, and they told him he wasn't there. He was very poor, and they told him that there are no other Jews, in the, no other Jews in the world. He doesn't have any radio. He lives like from the 19th century. He doesn't have any. Doesn't have any communication. And only the people in town told him that, you know, every Jew was killed. So, so he, he's, he's there like with his tilim and his chumash rashi, and he lights Shabbos candles every week, you know, and he makes, tries to make a kiddush or something. So, so the Yid asked him, that came, that found him. He said, what, how do you, like, how do you go on? He said, he said, you know, what do you, th- what do you mean? Uh, I figured I was the only one that was doing this in the whole world. I better have kavana. Uh, you know, I better work hard, like to daven properly and... <laughs> He thought, I was the, he thought he was the only Jew left on earth. Even if God forbid that was it. You see that that, that, that fellow over there, that old man, um, his Yiddishkeit was, his Yiddishkeit certainly is, is, is affected by, by what happens to our people. We all are affected. There's no question about it. But what the Rebbe is saying is that the Simcha of a Jew is not dependent upon any condition in the world. Any condition in the world. Not even his own personal health or the or, or, or the the existence of his of his loved ones or the Jewish people it's and that's really autobiographical in a, in a very eerie way because that was with, with the Rebbe himself what was going to be here he's writing about the joy of Simchas Torah in 1933 and at that time did he know what was going to be Simchas Torah in 1942 what Simchas Torah was going to be like because it was right after it was right before Simchas Torah that his whole family was killed and that the Rebbe came in for that the Rebbe came in for Hakafis came into Daven and he encouraged the Jews Simcha, and, and the Simcha of that, of that Simcha's Torah and the Vayda of the Rebbe and that Simcha's Torah was something which is Lamalam Natava so he's saying over here is it's not like you know we're waiting for something you know if you get a promotion or you get a, you get a raise so, so then you know Imha promotion Imha raise right the kid, the kid did get, comes home with a good report card in my report card, Anisa We're always waiting for something to be im so and so. You have to fill in Anisa And if there's nothing there that day, Ani lo <laughs> So I'm not happy. I'm not happy. If something is good, im fill in Anisa There's one thing that you can't take away from a Jew, no matter where he is. Im elokai Anisa meach. Im hatayra Anisa Which is Hashem and Torah is one. That you can't take away. That's why you see that the, the big tzaddikim. It's not. It's not an afkiman where he is and who's there and who's not there. It's not, there's no difference to him, because it's imelokai and isamech. It's such a yisoid of what simcha is, because the rejoicing of a tzaddik is with the presence of Hashem that's within him, and with being a person who has received the Torah. And if that's your joy, if that's your joy, then then not the Nazis in Machshamam, and not the Taliban in Machshamam, and not and not the guy that works next to you in work. Nobody. I'm not going to say Yimach Shemayim is a nice guy. <laughs> not, well, you might think that. Can take away, can take away that simcha, uh, can take away that simcha of who you are. No one can take that from you. Hakol botlata. The Rebbe says on the top of the page in Shinun. Everything is botl. Everything, nothing else exists. Ain oilem v'loy daigis. 
there is no world and there are no problems. Yeah, you don't have, Yaki, you don't have a safe? Here, there. I'm sorry. In the uh, old one, what is it? What did you say, Doug? On the bottom of 23. He says, There's no world, there are no daigas. So a person to get up and to start davening, to daven, and at the time when he's davening, when he's, uh, during his avayda, he doesn't start making all the chesbainas of who he owes what and who owes him and where he has to go that day and all of his daigas. No, this is not going to work out. And how daig- these people had, had, they had serious daigas about, about, about a, a, a home full of children waiting for a piece of bread. Not whether we're going to Orlando or we're not going to Orlando. You understand? The chesbainas are different chesbainas. In Eilam Loi Daigis, Loi Guf, Loi Tsaris. There's Bechlal no Guf, there's no physical body. No Tsaris, Loi Tsaris. Imoy is Baruch, together with Hashem. Bechal Koichi and Imafazes, with all of my strength, I'm jumping, I'm dancing and leaping. And before His greatness, before His presence, <coughs> I am dancing. You know, how they, you know how it's brought down, how the Vilna going when the Sefer Torah was brought out, and Simchas Torah. When the Sefer Torah wasn't out, when it was inside, so the Vilna Gaon was the Vilna Gaon. And then when the Sefer Torah was brought out, then the Vilna Gaon became David HaMelech. We always think of the Vilna Gaon, if you want to think of somebody who was reserved and contained. So the description from the Talmudim of how the Vilna Gaon would, would dance and what was going on there, when they would take the Sefer Torah out, it's something which it, it, it contradicts the whole picture that we have of the Vilna Gaon growing up. It was with complete abandonment. It was... It was such a, a record, such a <coughs> because lefnei <laughs> Before his glory, I am dancing. <laughs> so now, now the Eitzaros tries something else. So that, so that didn't work. The Eitzaros didn't didn't stop your simcha in that way. You now telling you, to listen, this a lot of Tzaros maybe you shouldn't have any simcha. People have a lot of problems. It's not, you shouldn't have any simcha. So that didn't work. So now plan B. Right? So now something else, something, another, another sound enters into the heart of this Jew. Okay, so now you, you decide that, all right, even if there's not, even if God forbid there's not a Jew in the world, you're dancing with the Rebbein Shlomo. Right? That's who you're dancing with. Here's your, here's your Chavrusa. So he said, let's honestly. What shaykhs do you have to this God before whom you're dancing? What's your shaykhs? But you're such a miyuchas. You're so close to him that uh, that uh, you're able to come to this point to forget everything and no more tsaris, no more goof, no more world. What's your shaykhs to this God? What's your shaykhs, Bermis? Tell me, your avoid, your way of serving Hashem, does it befit one who serves the infinite one? In other words, is your is your avoid Hashem infinite? How dare you? In other words, how dare you dance in front of a Baruch Hu? Who do you think you are? Now it's fakir. That you can dance with other Jews at their simcha, you want to be Yid, right? You see, we can do that because we love our friends. We love our friends and we love our family. So we bring ourselves to do that, even if you, even if you, you know, you, you, you come to a chasana, you come to a chasana, and, so, and, and you're so exhausted, and you're thinking, how am I going to get up in the morning? And it's such a hard thing. But then when, you, when, the, when they bring the chasana and kala out, right, that thing, it, like it, it lights up inside of you, 
and when you get first you get it from the table in the middle of uh, some, you know you're having a you're having something to eat over there and you're having a good schmooze from the chasna and you think ah you give a little bit of a crux but then when you get closer to the dance floor <coughs> and you see the chasna right so then you're filled with you're filled with that love for family or for a friend and 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 you and you put yourself together and you and you mamish misamechem you mamish misamechem <coughs> but what the Rebbe is saying is that is that that simcha that dance is not a dance but then what happens to us so then when you're not with the loved one you're not with the chaver when you're not so then it's it's very very hard it's very hard to be that kind of a person like we like there it's a deacon there it's a deacon that that their that their dance that their dance didn't depend upon <coughs> being together with their friends or the chasna or their family. <coughs> that the dance of a tzaddik depends upon his connection to HaKadosh Baruch So here, the question is, so is your avoidance Hashem, is your serving Hashem really, really up to par? Do you feel that, do you feel that you're a welcomed, that you're welcomed in Hashem's presence, that, that you have such a shaykh and such a yichis that you could, that you're dancing in front of Him like this? And then you hear the you hear your neshama ask you the question. Then your 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 soul, your neshama is asking you this question. Have you really taken proper care of me, of the neshama? Have you dealt with me properly? That you that you can that you can dance in such a way before Kadosh Baruch Hu. Well, and then you start to think of anything. This Aveira and that Aveira that you did and, and how unworthy you are and so on. So how dare you? How dare you? Where do you get the where do you get the the the, the chutzpah to dance with Hashem? Who do you think you are? To dance with Hashem? Huh? Tarhiv Oiz, if they go through it means um how do you get up the nerve? I, I don't, it's hard to. How do you? It's hard to, to translate. How do you have such nerve? Now this is you have to get up, and you have to You have to you have to scream back. Strong, stark. You have to yell back when you hear these things rolling around inside your head. So you have to yell back, he says, at that time, are you, God forbid, is it Chas Are you now, he speaks to that part of himself, that's, that skeptical part of himself, and he says, are you now, are going, you're going to try to take away from me, to, to distance from me, the one thing that I have in my life, that I can, uh, that, that, that I've always had and it's always mine. Are you going to try to tear me away from Hashem? Distance me. And you're going to make fun. You're going to mock. You're going to mock my to Hashem. So now he turns to Hashem. He says, Master of the Universe, you know. That I am prepared. Every hour, every moment. This is this is mamish uh, spooky. He says, "You know that every single moment of my life, every single moment, I am prepared and I'm ready to give up my life for you, to die for you." 
It's true. It's true. That in the in light of your infinite greatness and your holiness, I haven't given you a thing. I haven't, I haven't done a thing for you. I know I haven't done anything for you. There is one thing that I that I have offered you. It's my neck. It's my neck I've offered you. And I stick out my neck like on the arcade before you. And I'm ready to die for you. And I'm not going to listen to this. With all of my strength, I rejoice in you, Hashem. And in your honor, I'm dancing. Yes, that's, that's the nigan. That's what he was thinking. How fortunate it is to be a Jew. How fortunate to be the Jewish people. And suddenly he says, my soul becomes filled with that which she can't even understand, which my soul doesn't understand intellectually. Intellectually, it doesn't understand, but my soul becomes filled with something. And the joy of my soul is way beyond the measure of its understanding of what I know. So it's not a question now of meaning perceptions and understanding that it's typhus, that it grasps. It's not that my soul is, has different <coughs> visions and pictures is imagining different things. Or Hashem v'simcha kedoshim emala, the light of Hashem and that simcha of holiness memala is filling umakifes kol and surrounding everything. V'himefazezes, and the Hashem itself is dancing. Ki b'chem b'char kel, Hashem has chosen you, the Jewish people, no matter what, no matter what's happened in your life. V'hinchilchem hatayra mimidbar matana, and he gave and he has given you the Torah. As a gift, he gave it to in the desert. Which means even if even if you're holding by being a desert, even if you can't find anything good inside yourself, Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave you as a matan as a gift. It's an unconditional gift. He gave each and every one of us himself, and the Torah. He could be that this simcha. The simcha is a simcha of such unity, of such oneness. V'asher simcha zu b'chinas ha'yichudhi b'shar sh'achoy mishal barzun l'fellas when the iron wall that separates between a person and Hashem falls. V'chol chatzitza al panim l'shon is batla and at least, at least for the moment, at least now, temporarily, anything that separates, any chatzitza that's separating between you and Hashem for the moment, is Nizbatla has been nullified. Va'atem, now he turns back to the Malachim, to the angels. Va'atem, Pamal Yishomala, Sarfei Kel. Angels of Hashem, Sarfei Kel. Shagam, Devar, Mukhanim, Va'alil, Atem, Royim, that angels, you're able to see spiritual matters, Mamas, you're able to experience and to see. Kivyachal, so to speak, with your eyes. 
And in your, in your way of seeing things, he's saying to the angels, the thought, a thought is something which exists. A thought has, has, is a yesh. It has, it has some substance that you could actually see. Imruna. So the Bani Shalom says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to the Malachim, Imruna. Tell me. Have you ever seen such a such a being? I'm asking you, Malachim, did you ever see in your life such a thing? You're able to see machshavis, thoughts. You're able to see feelings. Did you ever hear of such a thing as a Jew? Such a such a birya, such a a being in the universe as a Jew? That when he's rejoicing, he is That the Jew willingly gives up his life. His moisir mesirus nefesh. He puts he puts aside all the thoughts about parnasa and about the family and about worries and daigus and health. He puts everything everything aside. Did you ever see such a thing? You can understand. You, he says to the Malachim, you're able to you're able to look into the thoughts into the hearts of these people who are who are dancing, and you know that right now they're not thinking about work. You know right now they're not thinking about who owes them and who they owe, and they're not thinking about all these different cheshbonos. They're not even thinking about God forbid a child who's sick. They're not thinking about anything, but they're only the simcha with you, with Hashem. So Malachim, you see such a thing, such mysterious nefesh. Such a giving up of one's soul. Such a giving up of one's thoughts and feelings and emotions to rejoice with Hashem and with His Torah. Did you ever see such a, such a, a thing? Because you could see the thoughts. You could see those thoughts. Did you ever see such a thing? It's not only the perspiration that you see. You see Jews that are, that are running around. And it's not only that. This flowing, uh, drenching perspiration. It's not the, the drenching perspiration of his hisrakshus, of his excitement, of this guy dancing that you see. And you, you're able to see something beyond the tears, beyond the, the tears that are flowing on the, that are, that are on the cheeks of these Jews during their dancing. You're able to see beyond that. We see that. We see simple Jews who have so much sorrow that they're crying with simcha. And that they're, that they're sweating from head to toe. We see that. But Malochim, you could see more than that. The Malochim, you're able to see Jewish blood flowing while he's dancing. You're able to see Jewish blood. What does that mean? You're able to see a guy who's prepared to die in his, in his heart, in his soul. He's this second dying for Hashem he's mamish on the Akedah for Hashem because he's because nothing everything in the world he's giving up he's prepared to give up everything including his own life to be a Jew so the Malachim you're able to see Jewish blood flowing we just see perspiration and tears right we just see perspiration and tears Damshchuta Shaitan you, sh- you could see the flowing blood of a Jew who's been shechted, who's been slaughtered. And yet he goes on with all of his strength rejoicing. 
in the honor of Hashem and the Torah he's dancing. And Malachim, you too are taking part in our Simcha. You're taking part in our Simcha. You enjoy this. Because again, this, this causes a whole commotion in Shemayim. So you're enjoying our Simcha. So now I'm asking you, so how come you enjoy you like coming you like being invited to our simchas but but as far as the as far as the levais are concerned they don't seem to affect you the funerals of Jews don't seem to affect you the tzaras of Jews now you're silent the dancing you enjoyed and you were dancing together with us and the whole shemayim was shining from the from the rikudim of those Jews but when it comes to when it comes to the tzaras of our people. So how can you silent? How long will you be silent? How long can you hold back? The Rebbe says, can you imagine? He, he, didn't, he didn't know what he was going to be going through. He says, we, we don't have the strength to go on. Don't you see that we can't go on, he says. The Rebbe said, we can't, we don't have the strength to continue. And we can't find any spirit within ourselves to, to strengthen ourselves. Now to the tzaddikim he says, Kumu Those of you who are sleeping in Chevron, the Alvis, the Imahus who are sleeping in Chevron, rise up, get up. Kumu Kumu How could you, tzaddikim, how could you, how could you be sleeping? How could you be enjoying Ganeidin? Rachmim Tzach, who scream out for mercy. As called the Moisainu Shal Hatshuva Vasimcha Isfu. Gather together all the tears of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, of our Tshuva, of our wanting to become better. And gather together all the tears of joy from Shemini Yatzeris and Chastar Sukkis. Isfu, gather them together, Tzaku, and scream out, Vizaku, and yell. As called Ha'olamas Ha'ishu. Make a tumult, shake up all the worlds. Ad Yere Hashem until Hashem will, will see. The Yokum and will rise up the Karvainu to draw us near to him. Hashem will bring us salvation and provide for us all that we need spiritually and physically, even those things that we don't understand that's missing, that Hashem should provide for us. This next paragraph is very hard to explain. Again, the spontaneity here is 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 uh, making it more difficult to to um, understand. Then he says, "Now I have I have another question. Why is it that these oceans and rivers of holy tears? Why are they themselves so quiet?" <coughs> Who brought the roaring sound of the tears of Jewish tears? Who brought them Lidmama to a whisper? Who brought these tears to a whisper? Because we know that the oceans, the waves of the o- the oceans, the waves of the oceans are are, are making an, an enormous rash noise. 
and the rivers, the the this the the, the noise of the of the of the uh, the, the torrential rivers. The waves are 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 climbing one on top of the other. This wave of tears, of this ocean, and this this ocean, these rivers of Jewish tears certainly are saying, if they could talk, if they could talk, if we would hear their scream, they would be screaming, the the waves would be screaming, of Jewish tears would be screaming, let go of me, let go of me, and I will uproot, I will uproot all the, all the pigei Yisrael, all the tsaris, all the suffering, all the pain. So the Rebbe is asking, so what happened to those tears? How come they're not doing it? Because we know that that's what they're screaming. If, they were, if we could understand their sound, this is what they're saying. The Ramula Gala Kala Lechavita and one wave, this is uh, the Marim of Abbasra, that one wave, Ramula Gala Kala Lechavita, the one wave lifts up its voice to the other one and says, Chaverti, is there anything in the world that you didn't yet wash away that you didn't yet destroy so this wave says the other way the one wave says the other tell me my friend is there anything in the world that you didn't yet wash away and destroy tell me I'll come I'll, and I'll, I'll take care of it I'll, I'll take I'll take care of it as Kol Soine Upige Yisrael Amorik, I am prepared the river is saying the ocean, the waves, to wipe away and to completely erase all Soine Yisrael, all the enemies of the Jewish people, and all the Pige Yisrael, all the all the Tsaris and the Pegoim and the blemishes. Kol Even Gam Kol Ziza Shayastin Lingoif Avhegit Mi Yisrael Bishosha Erka. And I am prepared this wave says any stone or any little thing that in any way is, is, is threatening to harm even the simplest Jew I will completely uproot that's what the wave is saying screaming I mean, let me at him I'll take care of him the sound of, of great oceans is making this noise and the storm and the, 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 the upsurging of the storm and not only that as the Zohar describes the crying of Hashem himself it's not only the river of our tears it's not only our screaming it's not only the oceans of tears and so on screaming out but it's the Kivyochel himself it's the Kivyochel himself it's the Kivyochel himself this does a trace of the whole the whole universe is 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 is, is trembling and crying. Shoig Yishagal Navehu Shoig Yishagal Navehu again the, the Gemara at the beginning of Brachis also describes this. The screaming of Hashem, the destruction of the Basin Mikdash Vachis trained Dimin Liga Yamara Yamaraba and two drop two tears of Hashem fall into the great ocean and so on. Say that we'd have to go into into exactly what this means. 
that the Bani Shalom's, that the Bani Shalom's tears themselves fall into the great ocean and the whole universe, the whole universe and the whole, everything in the, in the world, everything is moving and shaking and <coughs> is on fire from the tears of Hashem. V'sari umas ailam cholam v'royadim and at that moment, all of the ministers of the world, including the members of the coalition, they begin to tremble and shake. He Uh oh, it's the Yom Hadin. The day of judgment has arrived. That the day of din, the day of judgment, has come upon us, and the yachdim and with all of the evil doing, the the wickedness in particular, in relationship to the Jewish people, the time has come for judgment. And they will all be, they will be destroyed. The enemies of the Jewish people will be destroyed in the cloud, the darkness. Each one, each one hurting and destroying the other. That, that sign before Mashiach comes, that strongest of signs that there will be wars in the world. And one Malchus, one kingdom will begin to destroy the other kingdom. One, one nation will begin to destroy the other nation. And, the, and a, a wind will, will, will come forth from Hashem to carry them away. One, one of these enemies will be carried up amongst the clouds. And the and the and the thunder will destroy that nation. And another one of the nations will be dragged down into the depths of hell and will be burned. And from the four directions the, the ruach will the ruach will come. And all of these nations, the enemies of, of our people, will be carried away on these waves of Hashem's wind. And that great storm will come and will burn away all evil. And it's boiling the, the, the heat of the Lishtaif as called the And then everything will be completely washed away in the flood of tears. The cold and then suddenly, after the noise, the commotion, and the storm, there will be a, a tiny, soft, little silent, a little silent, uh, a little soft voice in the heart of each and every Jew. Wait for the footsteps of Mashiach. Mashiach is here. But the Rebbe says now, now you know that this is what's, what's supposed to be. So, so the so the so the Rebbe asks, why why aren't you guys doing this? Why aren't you doing this? And I was, well, how come all of this? What happened to what happened to all these waves and all the tumult, the noise? 
who is it that silenced you that who is it that, that, that silenced you that last moment that silenced you scream at that last moment from carrying out what they're supposed what you're supposed to how is it that after the war ended somehow World War One and all the service after World War One how is it that you all went back like all everybody went back like the you know like the others went back to to sleep in heaven and Kivyachal Hashem took back his tears and all the rivers all of the rivers just like retreated someplace like what, what's going on what happened they went back to their delight and to their pleasures in Gan Eden. You went back to Ganadin. You went back to the joy and the pleasure of being Ganadin. And we went back to our sorrows and to our poverty. Kulam smechim. Kulam He says, all of our enemies. All of our enemies are rejoicing. And we are humiliated. Rubam Bayorois and Medinos Nizashu, most of our enemies have regained and become even wealthier as a result of the war. They've become even richer from the war. Rubam Bayorois and Medinos Nizashu, Vanachnu Baini Viyoga. So you have big German companies that are making a lot of money now off of Tsarvis. You know that? They're making a lot of money off of Tsarist. The Tsarist of the world, the Yiddish Tsarist, there's a lot of money in Tsarist. Companies, German companies, they're making a lot of money. And we remain in poverty and in suffering. So, the Rebbe's called, the Rebbe now finishes with a tefillah. Honor, please. I beg of you, Shamer Kol Bichyais, the one who hears the sound of tears, of crying. Rachim no alecha, kivyachal. Have Rachmanus Hashem on yourself, kivyachal, so to speak. Have on yourself, Rachmanus. Va'aleinu and on us, banecha v'avadecha, your children, your servants. U'min hisrachu kuseinu hechoshuch karveinu elecha. And bring us near to you from the darkness. Bring us back to you. Pain, like Tahanu, it's true. It's true. We haven't purified ourselves. Kirak al Khatov Yisharet Ha'ish. Of course, what is it that a Jew regrets more than anything in his life? He regrets his sins. Va'al Pshav Yashuv. And he does tshuva for his Averis. Ulufanecha Hatar, Shagamba Malachecha Tarim Tosim Tahala. The truth is. That Hashem, before your pureness and your holiness, even the angels, even the malachim, who are so pure, are in fear, are afraid. Who's able to really, really reach a level of tahara, and who who would really be who would, who's really worthy to come close to you? And listen. So how should we purify ourselves? How can we do this? So he says, "I made the Moseinu in the oceans, in the oceans of our tears, of Rashonim Kippur, of the dancing of Simchas Torah." As Kol Tavalnu, haven't we already toiled in the mikveh? Haven't we already gone to the mikveh of Jewish tears? 
Haven't we toiled already? Haven't we immersed ourselves in our, in our tears? And we haven't already immersed in the mikvahs of the moistness of our neshamas, of that, uh, 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 of the, this, the, the wetness, meaning the, of our neshamas, what we spoke about. <coughs> Isn't it true that each and every one, at the time that he's pouring out his soul, his bitterness, and his heart is melting in simcha and joy before you, Hashem. He is nullifying his entire, his entire being in your presence before you. And at that time, when the Jew is dancing, when the Jew is pouring his heart out before you, he thinks every single spark of any of any ne- uh, uh, a negative thought, of any inappropriate thought, he's he's rejecting. V'chol aziva kala af avak shel chatzitza. Asher ben the ben kedushas malki yikadoyishim imeni minayer. And the Jew is and the Jew is struggling. He's thinking to remove even the slightest, the smallest little particle that separates between him and Hashem. Between him and, I, and the Holy One, he's 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 pushing away. He's mani, He's shaking off any little particle of dust, any particle of separation. He's shaking off of himself. Hakol mole or kedusha. Right now, everything is filled only with light and with kedusha. and I throw into this light my entire being, my whole essence. And could it be, says, is it possible that our toiling in these mikvahs that toiling in such mikvahs and these mikvahs haven't, these tefillahs, these immersions haven't, haven't been enough to prepare us, to purify us, to be able to, to be able to be worthy of being close to you. You have to go through together with him. It's not like the rest of the Sefer. The Sefer is generally one of instructing and teaching. And uh, th- this is just something which uh, you, know, I've never, you don't see anywhere. It's just that it doesn't exist in any Sefer, such a thing, such a... <coughs> to be able to see how a tzaddik feels and how a tzaddik thinks. If you would be looking at him, you wouldn't have known this. This is what's going on. And it, and it continues. It continues. The next, the next stage. The next. At this point, Rabbi Weinberger concluded his shear.